1: I'm Haley Oakes, midwife and host of Miltrails Podcast. In each episode, I interview home birth and birth center mothers about their experiences preparing for and giving birth outside of the hospital. Sharing positive birth stories can help reduce fear and misunderstanding around childbirth while empowering and educating expectant families. Tune in to hear each episode on the Parents on Demand Network, as well as SoundCloud, iTunes, and Spotify, or visit our blog at
2: midwifemilktrails.tumblr.com.
3: Hey, I'm Sarah Bivens.
2: And I'm Matthew Bivens.
3: And this is the Doing It at Home podcast, the only podcast dedicated to empowering, loving, and honest conversations around home birth. What started as a fun way for us to document our own home birth journey has turned into a platform for sharing birth stories, resources, and education with the goal of empowering mamas and families to make the birth decisions that work best for them.
2: Plus, we get into the antics, breakdowns, and breakthroughs of our own experience of marriage and parenthood.
3: All right, you ready, babe?
2: Yep, let's do it, mama.
3: What's going on doing it at home family? Welcome back to the podcast. Thanks so much for being here. We appreciate you. We are back from our travels abroad. So we were away for a bit. We went over to London, England for a few days, and then we were in Slovenia in different parts in and around and about and we just got back and it was the most amazing, magical, connected quality family time trip with a lot of adventure, a lot of laughs, few meltdowns, not too crazy. <laughs> well, We are so grateful for that time, and we're excited to be back, and we're excited for all the amazing episodes that we have upcoming for you and amazing conversations, and that's one that we have for you today, so I'm excited to get into that and share that with you all. Before we do that, reminder you can always listen to the Doing It At Home podcast with your Parents On Demand app. Parents On Demand is the amazing network that we are a part of. So you can go to parentsondemand.com to listen to the show there or through the app, which is available Android as well as Apple, your iOS device. And you can check out all the other, other all the other, <laughs> jet lag still much, all the other amazing shows that are within the pod network as well. So that is is a reminder for you as well as reaching out to us and connecting with us you can follow us on instagram diah podcast we have a private facebook group for listeners for the doing it at home community which i'll drop a link in today's show notes so you can join in there and get in on the conversation and your doing it at home swag is always available for you in the shop which you can get to from our website so that is all the housekeeping announcements and just fun stuff and us back in the States, back stateside. And, oh, my gosh, two things that I have to mention as well about our travels. So, one, while we were in London, England, we connected with listeners of the show. We connected with Abby and Liam, a beautiful, amazing couple who listened to the show during their pregnancy and in preparation for their home birth. And we struck up a conversation and connection with them. And they are currently living in the States, not where we do. And so it took both of us, both sets of families being in London at the same time and staying within the same area. It was crazy kismet. And it was just so magical. And we met up with them and had an awesome walk in and around Kensington Gardens near the the palace. And it was just, oh my gosh, it was so beyond cool. So that was an amazing thing. So shout out to Abby and Liam. And just, it's just so cool how we can connect all over the world. And it Makes the world a little smaller. And just so funny that we live in the States and yet connected abroad when we were both there. So that was just so cool. And it's always fun to share what we do with people, you know, when we connect with strangers or just get strike up conversation. And so we were on a rad bus tour of London and talking with our tour guide, whom she was amazing. She was just outstanding. Jade, what's up, if you end up listening, because we told her what we do and we shared the podcast and she said she was going to check out an episode. So if you do, Jade, hi. <laughs> Thank you. We appreciate you. Uh, so I just wanted to give Jade a shout out as well and just how how cool it is to share what we do. And we just, you know, got into the conversation of home birth in general because it's a different perspective, right, across the globe and different laws and different cultural opinions and and all of that scattered around there so it was just cool to, to share a little bit of that with someone And it's just it brings a big smile to our face when people ask us what we do and especially when we talk about doing it at home it's just uh it's really humbling and it's it's a really beautiful thing that we are so excited to be a part of clearly 200 some odd episodes in and it's almost three years that we've been doing this so there you go Okay. Today's episode, today's conversation, I love when our role in doing it at home collides with people we know intimately in our lives who are in on this conversation of empowered birth. So We've had the pleasure of having a few friendlies on the show, so either mamas that we knew prior to doing this who had had home births or people that we've just been connected with, and this is one of those. So we speak with Christy Robinson today, both Matthew and myself. We have a a chat with Christy, and Christy is someone who has been in our circle, been in our extended community here in Atlanta for a few years now, and it's it's cool that it came together the way that it did, and we got to have this conversation now, because she has been a holistic doula for over 10 years now, and she wears many hats, Christy, and she is a powerhouse of a woman, and I'm so grateful to have her in my life personally, and then to also have her in this platform and to share some of her Incredible gifts and wisdom and spirit and energy with us. So we talk about that work of hers You know that being at the forefront of this conversation But like I said, chrissy is a pillar in her communities and an incredible woman and doula from the perspective of birth as well as transition. So we get into that a little bit and we talk about what brought Christy to that and just some of her philosophies and experiences around being a doula. And we talk about advocacy, which is a really cool part of the conversation. And then a little bit in about midway through we talk about desire and intention setting and designing your birth and the planning and preparation for it and i just love how she she words things when we when we get into that section she talks about you know listening to your desires and giving yourself permission for those desires to come from within and, and really in, in a soul spiritual way. It's just really beautiful. And, and we also touch on the topic of women of color in the birthing world, as far as representation and responsibility and care and, you know, how we can all be more informed and how we can create communities that serve and integrate and are inclusive and, it's, it's just incredible, and it, it completely aligns with who I know Christy to be, who we have known Christy to be in our lives, and again, we're so grateful to have her in this space with us. It's an incredible interview. I know you're going to love it. We'll dump, jump into that right after this word from our sponsor.
1: This podcast is sponsored by Skylight Calendar. Let's be real. Running a household can be exhausting and chaotic, and finding the perfect Mother's Day gift, it's not exactly a no-brainer until now. The Skylight Calendar is the best way to organize the family and give everyone, especially mom, some peace of mind to enjoy the things that matter most. The Skylight Calendar is a smart touchscreen calendar that keeps track of and manages the chores, dinner planning, groceries, and to-dos for the whole family. The Skylight Calendar automatically syncs each family member's digital calendars and displays them all together on one color-coded touchscreen. It even doubles as a digital picture frame, so you can finally share all those special moments that are just sitting on your phone. As a limited time offer for our listeners, get 15% off your purchase of a Skylight calendar when you go to skylightcal.com slash easy. That's S-K-Y-L-I-G-H-T-C-A-L dot com slash easy. Get 15% off your Mother's Day purchase now at skylightcal.com slash easy.
3: Hi, Christy. Welcome to the Doing It at Home podcast. Oh, this is awesome.
2: <laughs> <laughs> We're super pumped that you're here, Christy. This is really great. Thanks yeah. for
3: coming.
0: Oh, thank you so much for having me.
3: Awesome. So Christy, tell the folks out there a little bit about you, what you're up to. Well, I'm
0: Christy. Ray Robinson is my full name.
3: I am
0: uh, called to this life to uh, create. I'm a creatrix. Um, and with that, Uh, During my journey of growing, I've become uh, some other roles. I've become a mom. Um, I was a wife, um, a great best friend, uh, daughter, sister, god mommy of many. And uh, now I'm in a stage where it's about looking at my life. And as I'm nearing 50, looking at how um, creation wants me to create and give back going forward. And so along that journey, um, I have been called to um, pastoral ministry. So I'm a, I'm clergy. I um, was then called to doula, being a holistic um, doula, both birth and transition, or what some people call death doula. Um, I'm an educator. And so there's a lot of these things Um, theater lady. (laughs) A lot of things that all work in concert with each other, but the the common denominator is creator, Um, knowing that I like the fact that I have been unleashed to take whatever comes in my pathway and co-create with it. So that is who I be, and uh, I'm excited about the beingness that I'm moving into going forward.
3: Love oh my that. Gosh. that's awesome. That's amazing. What an mm-hmm. intro. And, you know, I want to mention, too, that Christy has been a part of our lives, Matthew and mine, for five, six years now. You've mm-hmm. been part of our spiritual family here in Atlanta. And yes. we've been close and experienced life together. And so now to just add this element to it and share this part of you with, you know, this community that we've created is so magical to me. So I'm just, I'm so happy to be adding this to everything else that we've oh, already experienced.
0: Oh, and I have to mention with that, Sarah um, is also one that helps me uh, and coaches me along this pathway. So I have to also give homage where that is due um, with all of the different hats and, and assignments that I receive downloads for you have been so amazing to me. And supporting me through this process. And so I got it, that village um, that we're in, I have to give that shout out to you as well.
3: Mm, thank you. Thank you. I received that. So let's talk about babies and birth and creation Ooh! and what, what moved you into that? So one thing I very much understand about you, Christy, and I'm sure listeners will get the vibe of as well, is that you move where spirit moves you and guides you right in this creative source and force within you and very much a a download type of experience that you have and and what you're called to. But what, what were those elements that brought you to doula work specifically?
0: Well, I've always had a gift for young, for the young people. Um, as a child, the children just come to me. Um, I'm a professional, um, I'm an educator. Um, And so I've worked with elementary through middle school, young people. Um, And so I knew that there was a passion for that. But I always felt um, I was working after stuff has already been rolling. Um, I realized that often children uh, I would be connecting with were looking for spiritual opportunities and moments. And uh, I've always wondered, wow, what are they like when they first get here? And so as I kind of had that conscious thought over the years growing up, which also led me to becoming an educator, and then even in that capacity was like, wow, why is this child showing up the way they are in this classroom? Um, I had the gift and honor to uh, be present with uh, Kimberly Stewart, who is an amazing birth educator, who actually had all of her babies, her three children. At home, one was not planned and the other two were planned. And for that second child, um, my Sarah Barra, as I call her, my goddaughter, uh, she was actually um, prepared to have a midwife there. And the the baby, um, Sarah decided she wanted to come early and I was there. And so we created a space of such power, vocalization, music. Um, it was just as if our feet touched the soil of all the mothers around the globe. And we knew exactly what to do. And um, when um, Sarah crowned, she was looking straight in my face. Uh, Kimberly's birth position is on all fours. And um, so I'm standing behind her. Sarah crowned, um after... Kimberly gave a, a, a spirited call to the universe <laughs> and her eyes were open and she just looked at me and I said, oh, oh my gosh. <laughs> first of all, the perspective was mind blowing and the fact that this baby was alert, um, ready and I'd reached my hands out. And when I, when Sarah touched my hands, I felt this transference of spiritual power and energy and data come through her in ways that I just have never experienced in my life. Uh, I laid her next to her mother and watched this baby do the birth crawl up to her mom's nipple. And I thought, um, this is some stuff right here. (laughs) (laughs) I said, wait a minute, because if I go back, um, I was a, a mother who lost in terms of children did not make it to birth. Um, probably four to five babies mm. that, um, blessed me with presence, uh, but didn't come to the other side. And so, uh, when my daughter was born, I had a very different, um, medical, um, induced C-section emergency experience mm. that I'm also very grateful for, um, because my baby is here. My Anya is now 21. And so I did not really have any other context about birth until Kimberly and how she and I watched her birth those children. That was the onset, that was the actual step towards my dealership. Um and then from there I, I ventured out to ICAPA certification. Um went through all of it with um loved it, absolutely amazing. I love ICAPA, great information. Yet I didn't choose to uh, finish. I ended up taking a break um, because I was seeking for something else. And then I came upon the Matrona. And that's where holistic doulas um, come to. And that's where I ended up getting my full certification. Hmm. So that's my story. <laughs> wow. Wow. That's
2: incredible. So with with uh, Kimberly's birth, when or when, when baby Sarah came out, you were there as, as a friend, as a support. Like, did you? Mm-hmm. Yeah, so what... She
0: called. I, okay. I was on the list, right? I was on her. So Kimberly um, vision boards, we, I was going through those experiences with her as she's one of my inner circle sisters. And um, I was one on the list to be called when that time came because she wanted that spiritual presence there for this particular birth. And it was also, we had, it was a, it was planned to be a water birth as well. Um, and so when I got there, um, you know, they say that second one just kind of makes their way. And uh, I got there, um, the midwife had actually been there earlier, and Toliwa um, is this, this amazing midwife of holistic doulas, just we all look up to hers. And um, that was Kimberly's midwife, and she had gone out uh, to do some other work. And so it was just that divine timing, Matthew. Um, I came to pray. I came to sing. I came to be of service to, uh, which is what doula is. It's to be in service to um, the mother, the partner, and the baby, and that experience. And for me, because of my ministerial uh, background, I'm also in service to my creator, to set space and energy and, and, and for that, that birth to be, um, a very sacred space. So that's how I showed up. And, uh, she taught me, yeah. um, Kimberly and the divine taught me, what I needed to know.
3: Mm. That's beautiful.
0: Yeah. It was, it was amazing.
3: So there's another element that you mentioned to your doula work, the transition piece, which we have not talked about yet on the show. I don't believe we've talked to anyone, any uh, practitioner or, you know, birth worker who has that as well. And so I'd love for you to share a little bit of how that came into play and why that's important for you in addition to the birth aspect.
0: I'm crying now. My goodness, this is
3: powerful.
0: Um, I'm so honored. I, um, so I've also been very uh, called to bedside ministry as clergy with such people transitioning. Mm. Um, I've had several experiences with that, and there's a, there's a very, it's almost, it's very similar to the birthing energy. Um, I think the difference is the visual, depending on who mm. you're with. But Energetically, the the kinetic, powerful energy in that room, um, when someone is making transition, uh, calls me as well. And so um, I've been told um, years ago there was something called a death doula. And uh, I choose transition because I look at these are all stages. Birth is a stage. Transition is a stage. And um, it's just to the next to your next greatness. And so um, that is being present as well. Uh, You, just like you would do with your mom who is is birthing, you um, have conversation with those. If you are privy to transition beforehand um, and this person is aware of their timing, you can have conversation. What what space do you want to create? Um, Who do you want present for your transition? Uh, how do you want it at home? Do you want it in the hospital? Um, it's the exact same. You can do a transition plan just like you could do a birth plan uh, for a mom. Uh, you would have, uh, and your job as that doula in support of that person and serving them, you set it up. Um, there's an, also a very big education component to both birth and to transition doulas where you're equipping the families with the information about what to expect, you know? And so in a transition experience, what does hospice mean? Um, uh, what is death like? And those are all kind of conversations you can have. Um, and it's an opportunity to bring um, comfort, an opportunity to bring awareness and the power that you have the right to create the transition that you want. And so if you don't want a bunch of nurses in and out or doctors, um, you want a certain amount of quiet, you can, you can request that. And then it's our job to support the family in supporting them to have a conversation with our wonderful medical practitioners um, who are simply doing what they've been trained to do. Uh, And so it's often giving them permission to even dream about how they transition. And if you look at ancient customs of indigenous people around the world, there are beautiful transition customs uh, that are just around the world where people are placed on floating uh, rafts out into the sea or just beautiful opportunities that people have done around the world. And we can create that for ourselves as well. So in my practice, um, creating, uh, uh, cultural and spiritual practice, uh, is really important. And as a woman of color, African American woman, a lot of, um, my ancestral knowledge and connection to those customs of Africa and the native cultures that I come from, um, I don't have that knowledge due to, uh, this, the system of, uh, slavery. And so, um, for me to be able to create those things for myself, are very, very important mm. and for others. Yes. And so actually I can share too, I had a hysterectomy um, uh, years ago and because um, of fibroids, which is a whole nother conversation. Mm. But um, I cr- I advocated for my uterus. I wanted her mm. and I I got her and we created a, a service and a rites of passage for her. Wow. We prayed over her. I had men and women there for her. We gave homage to what she has done for me, yes. and then we released her, um, and that was everything in my healing of having um, that experience of what people call hysterectomy. Yes. Um, so that kind of gives you an idea of the different ways that I practice those doulaships. If that makes sense.
2: Yes. That is beautiful.
0: Yeah. yeah. You know, it's I, all about permission. Say it again. It's all about give, being given permission to be, um, and to pull those things out of us that our soul desires for ourselves. Mm. Yeah,
2: yeah, and and I, and I love the fact that you really emphasize, you know, the intention behind everything. Yeah. You know, and because we've had a lot of conversations with folks on the podcast where being very intentional about the birth wasn't, um, it wasn't necessarily discussed for for a baby number right. one or you know people didn't necessarily know that they could request different things or 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 had these different yeah. options and you know I love now that you're introducing this whole idea with the transition doula work that you do that you know you can be in, intentional in in other areas of your life and in your transition and you know making those those plans and designing things the way you want I mean I think that is a a, a beautiful thing to talk about in in all different areas of life birth right. transition and then the things that happen in between, you know, there's yeah. so much power in, in, you know, being intentional and designing things the way that you want and having a vision and, and all of that. And so I, I it's, this is a very a really cool conversation um, for me and especially hearing that intention behind the transition work. So I just wanted to you know send gratitude to you for, uh, for that, for introducing this whole thing to me and to everybody listening.
0: Thank you. Thank you.
3: And I think it just adds another beautiful element to the things that we don't have to be afraid to talk about and share in that, terms of normalizing human experiences, like the that, spectrum of birth and death, to things that we will all experience. And so I know yeah. through this podcast, you know, it was an incredibly healing and mind opening process for me to normalize just talking about every element of birth. And so now, mm-hmm. you know, my mind is, is turning and thinking of, wow, now how can we talk more in a honoring, loving, celebratory, and acknowledging all the, all the other things that come with it too, parts of transition, you know, to just talk right. about it because it's impacting all of us all the time, every day, you know, both experiences and, and really that thin veil that I feel like there is between both experiences, you know, to what, I, that's what I got from what you talked about, having experienced both and being in ship in both that they're very similar energetically.
0: Yes, yes. And for every birth, there's a death right. for every death. There is a birth. Yes. And if yes. we're able to, um, recognize that, I mean, I'm going through a phase now with my awareness of my health and dying to some old habits yes. so that I can be born into some new ways of operating. That's going to yield a different experience for me. That's what it's about. And when you're able to balance that, um, you know, we, we waver back and forth cause I get it, you know, um, whether it's on the in the birthing room, where um, I've seen experiences where moms are um, kind of told not to holler, not mm-hmm. to you know, and 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 um, but then there's other opportunities where um, women have been silent in birth. Right. You know, it is what you create for yourself, and as a doula, our responsibility is to one, give permission and continue to educate. Um, so you have orgasmic births, um, you have, uh, medically supported births, um, you have these, this, this, the gamut, um, water births, you have all of these op- unassisted births, um, assisted births, you know, it's, yeah. it's just, it's, it's, you have a, uh, what is it called a menu? Yeah. And, yeah. and, and in your menu of opportunities, um, For me, my responsibility in terms of that spiritual component is to allow yourself to hear yourself about what you desire. And then when it's all said and done, we celebrate the fact that the work is done, regardless of how it it shows up. Um, And that's why I always give a lot of shout outs to my moms. No mommy shaming, no daddy shaming, no partner shaming, Um, because when it's all said and done, uh, you did what you've done for yourself and your baby. And that's, that's what it is. It's just making sure that people have opportunities to to access to that menu. Yeah.
2: So when you start working with somebody, and the idea of, you know, creating a vision for their birth, and they didn't, you know, they may not necessarily know that they have a menu. Where do you begin? Where do those conversations begin when you're designing the birth experience?
0: Oh, that's so beautiful question. It's all about relationship. So um, I'm extremely, I'm really called to who who I serve. Uh, So I don't have websites and things like that. It's usually through persons that know me um, and through your podcast, right? Um, And so it's about a meeting us meeting and kind of talking about where they are, um, who I am what they would like what they would like to experience um and then as time goes on there's uh steps that we get into deeper conversation um about your partner in birth who's your partner in birth uh everyone doesn't have the actual uh co-creator of the child with them so there's times that we actually create um uh, a circle or your tribe for your birth uh and And we just go from there the 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 um my client really sh- shares and gives me the the data and then I kind of start mixing it up in my cauldron and uh uh start feeling like okay, well, you know this is what's coming up. How does this resonate with you um um where are you on this um and then fears fears are always a beautiful place um to have conversation, mm-hmm. to, to, to educate and diffuse. Um, also, we I create um, opportunities for new moms or moms to be to meet moms that have done what they've asked yeah. for themselves. So I mean I have the gamut. Um, I have partners in Hawaii that have done public orgasmic births. Um, I have people here, Kimberly and others, who've had home births. I've had a recent wonderful couple of births that were done in amazing hospitals that were very attentive and supportive. Um, you know, so that they become part of that collective. Um, and uh, that's how I, I I mold and create the relationship of trust and honor so that we can walk the journey together because I get something from the birth every sure. time. So for every baby that I um, didn't see come forth, oh, I get to experience it over and over again. And it's so fabulous and healing. And so it's it's definitely a, um, uh, uh, a um, wonderful relationship, reciprocal relationship that um, I get uh, in the process. And then because of my pastoral background, I'm in your life for as long as you like me to be. Mm-hmm. And so there's some that I've, you know, continue with, and then some we've done amazingness and and then they've gone along their way, but I am um, present. And uh, because to me, it's, it's a life experience and commitment when we share the space together.
3: Mm. That's incredible. Um, well, Christy, one thing I want to touch on, cause you mentioned it briefly. And then if there was just anything in addition to what you shared, I would love to open the space for it. You know, you spoke to mm-hmm. being a woman of color and in this space of birth work, and there's a lot of conversation around that. And it can go down a lot of different roads as far as, you know, the, the woman of color's experience in the birth world yeah. and care options and care levels of care and all of that. So I was yeah. wondering if you had anything additional to share in terms of, I imagine being in the Atlanta and surrounding area, it's a powerful thing for what you bring and what you're able to bring for women of the community who want that specifically in a birth worker and in a support system, you know, want to, want to get that from you energetically, spiritually, and then what you bring to the table. So is is there just anything else that you are open to sharing around that?
0: Oh, absolutely. Um, For me in in the days that uh, we're living in and I've learned that access is everything, um accesses everything. And um there's definitely a disproportionate amount of uh, babies that don't make it into fruition in the African American community. Um and there's and it's such a varied, it's 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 similar to education, it's similar right. to healthcare, it's similar to um unfortunately just uh the systems of governance. Mm-hmm. And so it shows up in birth. Mm-hmm. And a lot of us have kind of come together to make ourselves available to um, support women of color. Um, a lot of times they don't even have access to the health care um the prenatal cares from the doctors or um, generationally this uh, information has not been something readily available and it's so it's our responsibility, and this is my belief in and making sure that um, my community, my specific identity community uh, is reached. Um, I make it a point to being that oracle, one of those persons, and then we've all kind of connected. And in connecting, then we connect with all women um, because I am also very, very much so inclusive. There are some exclusive groups um, that are simply for women of color, and I get it. Um, But for me, uh, I choose to... Um, love my people by loving people Mm. and making Mm. sure that, um, I connect them to the Sarah and to, um, the other people who may not look like me, but our spirits align. And to me, that's what's most valuable. Um, and so I'm looking forward to even doing more collaboration with your listeners, uh, because there's so much we can learn from one another, um, and when you think about it historically in terms of the African-American woman, this is a deep, deep thing. Uh, you know, our roles and responsibilities were be to be wet nurses and things, yeah. you know, in, in a system that was uh, inhumane. Yeah. But the gifting was always there. Mm-hmm. The love was always there. And so to me, that also heals relationship between uh, our varied identity groups. Mm-hmm. Um, and so I take that very seriously as well. So I was so extremely honored to be able to um, to be on you all's podcast and to reach out in this way, because I think uh, this is what normalizes all of us as women creators or creatrix that are um, gifted this amazing opportunity to give birth. And it doesn't stop there. Right. Right. <laughs> it doesn't stop there. I mean, we could get into matriarchy and all these other beautiful elements that come through all of us. Um, and as we, as we, um, to me, we kind of continue to, to develop that power, I believe we as women, all women, will start aligning spiritually more. And we will be a continued force to be reckoned with. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> <laughs> so, yeah. I I that's where I sit on that. And so um yeah, the the this it's 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 tough though. It's yeah. tough to see some of the uh institutionalized systems that don't really work in favor of all women. Right. Um and that's something we have to work to deconstruct mm-hmm.
3: and create create something, right? Create That's
0: right. Oh. That's right. Love that.
3: Christy I love you so much. I love you so completely. You are just this amazing light worker in all that you do. I mean, you listed off the the many things that you have. Your creative hands in, and all the roles that you hold, and all the people that you touch and impact. It's just truly an honor to be in your life and to have you in mind, and then now to share this this part of you with. This other Ooh. thing that we've created, and everything you shared today. I mean, I feel like there's going to be a lot of pauses and rewinds to this conversation, <laughs> and a lot of like quote pulling because this was just super powerful. And and I know you were sitting there with all your your downloads as they were coming through you, along with just that that divine feminine creative energy that you carry. And so, just a thousand times thank you. Yes, thank
0: you. Oh, thank you, thank you both so much. And women just know you were created for this and so much more. I appreciate the time.